Welcome to episode nine of the WP Campus podcast, a podcast for people who use WordPress in higher education. About a year ago, Rachel Carden tweeted about an idea she had, a WordCamp for people who use WordPress in higher education. 11, 11 and a half months later, over 150 people representing 60 different higher ed institutions gathered in Sarasota, Florida for the inaugural WP Campus Conference. With WP Campus 2016 wrapped up and WP Campus 2017 on everyone's mind, Rachel joins me to talk about how the conference went and what comes next. So what comes next, Rachel? <laughs> More conferences, all the conferences. No, just kidding. But uh, we are really excited to start planning WP Campus 2017. So let's uh, let's start, I guess, back at the beginning with this tweet that you wrote. Um, so I, I guess I'm a little fixated on it because I work at NC State, and just like 30 miles down the road from us, is uh, is UNC Chapel Hill, and they also have a WordPress shop that does basically the same thing we do. And every now and then we talk about how cool it'd be to go get lunch with them and talk about WordPress and compare notes and things like that. And it never really gets past that, like, hey, that'd be a neat idea stage. And here you are, you wrote a tweet, and then a year later there was a conference and this big organization that you're the head of and it's just kind of incredible. <laughs> so, uh, did you expect any of this? If you had asked me the day before that tweet went out, did I expect any of this? I would say no. I did not see this coming. Um, but it's been a pretty amazing experience. And I, I knew that I had it in me to bring it to life, but I knew that I couldn't do it alone. And so, rounding up everyone from all over that was interested and in, you know bringing everyone together into slack it was you know that was the driving force behind it all because it you know like yeah I had this dream and yeah wouldn't it be great but uh, every dream I feel like needs maybe not every dream but especially this dream needed a lot of dreamers to join along with me and so the, the more that uh, the more feedback I got and the more interest and the the more that the slack grew and the more that you could see that there was definitely and clearly a need for this particular dream uh, it became more and more obvious that it was going to come to life and that we were all going to bring it you know we we're all going to make it so together and there was never really a as soon as the ball got rolling there was never really a moment in my mind that it wasn't going to happen or never really a doubt I guess I should say um, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty amazing, um, and because it's not just the conference, you know, it's this whole community that I wanted to build, and that clearly others wanted, you know, to build. And I wasn't the first person to have this idea. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, but um, I I think I just hit it at the right time. That uh, we all kind of we all we all really needed something like this. Um, I. Part of this kind of stirred from, you know, I, I was in higher ed for 10 years, and I'm not right now, uh, and I would go to work camps as often as I could. I'm originally from Alabama, and now I live out in California, 
And I would go and um, I would enjoy myself. It was never a problem of like not enjoying myself um, or not, you know, meet, making new friends and meeting people. But it was what I got, what I took away from like sessions. And I always felt like there was something missing. Like no one was, no one was talking about the things that I wanted to talk about, and no one was discussing, you know, the topics that I cover on a daily basis. It was mostly, it's you know, it's mostly a lot of like business stuff and our blogging and. And every now and then there'd be one or two sessions that would, you know, get me excited. Mostly, like I'm a developer mostly, and so those kind of sessions would appeal to me. Um, but for the most part, I would I would leave having you know networked a little bit, and and that was about it. And so I I also though I would I go to higher education conferences. Um, I I've been to the High Ed Web conference every year for the last like five years, and I would go to that and. Uh, you know, and, and enjoy these really great, you know, higher ed topics. Um, but even they, they would have some WordPress talks, and they still do. They'll they'll intermingle a little bit, and they'll usually have a workshop, uh, run run by Curtis, and <laughs> um, <laughs> hey Curtis, and uh, but it was never like it was like I never find that sweet spot in the middle of like talking about the higher ed stuff that I really need to hear about, and talking about it in the scope of the CMS that I love to use. WordPress, and so obviously I wasn't the only person having this problem, and so I think that's what I, we found the sweet spot for WP Campus, um, where we all kind of finally could get what we were looking for um, in all these other events that we've been going to, and I we got a lot of really great feedback from the event. Uh, I think I feel like. I mean, obviously, we're one of a few now of like niche WordPress conferences, and we're not the first. Mm -hmm. But um, so I, I f it's like in listening to the feedback we got, it's I f it was definitely a special event, and I think for a few reasons, and it was like a few magical things kind of coming together into one. One piece of feedback I got, which was great, was just how um, different the discussions were, which is you know obvious. But like how it was kind of like having enterprise discussions, but without the competition. And that mm -hmm. when that person said that to me. I was like, oh, like it was like I had never really, I had never really foreseen you know this happening. Obviously, we we could not foresee what what was going to happen at the event. We we just tried our best to provide the best content we could and bring together you know some of the great some great people and just kind of hope for the best you know and. And so when you get this feedback, you're like, I wasn't surprised. It's because that's really what higher ed is. It's it's a lot of enterprise WordPress. We're 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 using WordPress at a big scale, and but we what you also will find a lot in just general higher ed communi communities is empathy. Is you everyone has this problem. And we all want to help each other fix the problem, and we're not worried about you know competition, and we're not you know we're not worried about how you're going to take somebody away from me, where or take some money away from me. We're all just you know we we all just kind of want to help each other fix the problem because we know what it feels like to um, to use WordPress and hire it. A lot of times it's your your budgets are low. A lot of times, you know, you're dealing with these very specific use cases with students, and you're having to deal, you know, with HIPAA, and and uh, you're having to deal with accessibility and things like that that generally people outside of higher education don't have to deal with. 
And so it wasn't surprising, you know, when we got this feedback that that's what was making our event so special is that we were, you know, we were kind of pulling together all these needs and and they were all kind of clashing together and but also people that weren't necessarily higher education that were there um, were also, you know, could also benefit from these types of discussions where, you know, we're not just talking like theoretically about problems with enterprise. We are like we're talking about problems and we're, and then we're fixing them. And so there was a lot of stuff like that, and um, that was really nice to hear. That was just really like not you know kind of warm my heart a little bit. So, so you said a you lot, said of, a stuff lot of stuff. So it is this really interesting thing where y you're right that this is sort of a niche conference and a niche organization, but WordPress and higher education is such a big mandate at the same time. You know, it, it's all the traditional WordCamp topics that you'd normally see, but also like we had sessions on teaching with WordPress and training strategies and, you know, internal business processes that really only make sense in the context of university. And so it was, to me, it was just this really interesting balance of all these different topics, any one of which you could have just spent an entire day on. We we tried really hard when we were building the schedule and to have a good balance because I mean we didn't want every single converse we didn't want every single topic to be how to do this in WordPress. I right. mean so it's like I mean WordPress is a tool and you know in any project, you have your end goal and your, your your mission you need to achieve, and then you have and then you you know you choose the right tool for the job. And you know sometimes you know a lot obviously with our group, WordPress is the tool we choose for a lot of it, but that doesn't mean we're not implementing other tools, or you know straight out sometimes just not even using WordPress on a project. And and so we wanted to make sure the schedule was a good mix of WordPress talk, like WordPress specific use cases. A good mix of like higher ed topics, like like first year experience type things, and you know like how to use WordPress, you know, faculty projects and things like that, learning management systems, things that are super like higher ed, and then also just like web topics, like general, you know, we had a great deployment talk with Mike Horka, mm -hmm. uh, and things like that, and you know we had a great API talk and stuff like that um, because. Anything can, you know, spark an idea, especially with like, you know, if you went to the API talk, maybe you went back to your campus and you're like, you know what, we've been having this problem for a while, or hey, this new project's come up and it'd be great to use it for that, let's, you know, implement it and stuff like that. I really think personally that API can be really, having the WordPress API finally, you know, 100% merged into core. Um, can be really big in higher ed uh, because higher ed, like we all know, is just full of silos, full mm -hmm. of you know people all over the place making websites for various departments and colleges. But at but there's still a lot of great content they can share between sites, especially like really basic things like news and events, and or just general content that you know pages that maybe are on your main site and. You don't want people to copy and paste it and put it on their site like they are prone to do. 
Uh, but if you had, like, say, the API hooked in where, you know, if your page updates, they update kind of stuff like that, that can go a long way to reduce um, duplicated and correct outdated content. And so I really, I was really glad we were able to get, um, we were able to get the API talk into the mix. Um, I hope to, you know, hope to see some really great, great ideas come out of that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that there, anything that wasn't covered that you feel like really like is a perfect fit for this conference, and you're really surprised nobody suggested it? That's a good question. No, nothing that comes to mind. Of course, you know, tomorrow morning, all of a sudden, light bulb may come on. Right. We we um we were able to get a couple accessibility talks, which were very high priority for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited to have Sean Hooper come and talk about multilingual websites, because I don't really feel like that's talked about a lot in higher ed, even though it should be. Right. I don't feel like multilingual websites are a big priority um, in higher education websites, like making sure your site, you have a trans, you know, you have different languages, um, you have translations of your website, sorry. I don't feel like that's talked about very much. I, in all my experience, I've never seen that on a schedule. I, of course, I could be wrong, but I was really glad to hear that because that's kind of, in my last couple months at my last university, that came up a few times with some people like internally of like, you know, like, do we have, I mean, like, you know, someone who Spanish speaking, you know, came to our website, you know, good luck, you know, like we don't have a Spanish, you know, version of text or anything. They would be dependent on Google translate and, you know, good luck. Right. With that. And well, one, one of the things I thought of when I saw that on the schedule is one of the sites my office maintains is the, uh, the intensive English program at NC State, you know, where when foreign students come, they they help them immerse in English and, and find their way around campus and things like that. And the website's all in English. And I really wonder, like, is there more we could be doing and is this sort of multilingual website the right route for us to go? And it's not something we'd ever talked about before, so. Yeah, and I was... Really glad we were able to get Donna Tellerico in there. Um, I've I've been going to her sessions for years at Hyatt Web. She's a really great. Um, she does really amazing talks. A lot focused on just content and storytelling, and especially like so in higher ed, like we're all aware of. You know, budgets are generally low. You know, web you're you're doing pretty good if you've got a big web team who can wear a lot of hats and. Usually it's a bunch of team team of one and mm-hmm. team of one or two who are you know you're not just you're not only designing the site but you're developing the site and you're writing content for the site and so having these different kinds you know, I always like to encourage people when they go to these conferences to you know go to some sessions outside of your comfort zone like for me it would be like storytelling because I'm I'm not very good at that and so you know I can't wait to watch the recording you know of Donna. And mm-hmm. kind of learn more about storytelling, and because um, at my last university, like there was some con, there was like one content person, but they weren't like the web content person. They were like the everything content, print, and you know. So like sometimes I would have to write content, and right. you need to know those skills. And so having this good like combination of 
topics. We had a really great WordPress showcase from Shane mm -hmm. Kevin that uh, was really popular. And that'll be a great video to watch. And he showcased a bunch of the ways um, that WordPress is being used in higher ed, which seeing the tweets about that was like really great. And he, had, I'm sure he shared a lot about uh, the survey that WP Campus did recently um, about, you know, we surveyed a lot of people about how WordPress, how they use WordPress, and we had yeah. almost 500 responses. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to learn more, episode eight of the WP Campus <laughs> podcast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's a great episode where Shane talks about the survey results. And over the next few months, we'll be doing, we'll be taking that data and doing stuff with it. You know, probably making some infographics and, you know, putting it up somewhere. Uh, we are working, we are working to redesign the website. Mm -hmm. I had mm -hmm. to tell a story because it's amazing. Okay. So, like, no joke. I, I, it couldn't have been Monday after the conference because I was I was traveling and then sleeping heavily. But I think it was the next day. I got to work in the morning. I opened up Slack. I was like, hey, guys, I really want us to redesign the website. You know, like, I could say this because I made the current website, but, you know, it was kind of quickly thrown up and... And it wasn't really designed for lots of content, and I we really need something new that will you know grow with all these ideas we have. And I made a Slack channel real quick. I like I put out a tweet. I and then like I I set up a few things like I set up a planning doc, and pretty much had to go back to work because like I can only really do so much during the day, mm -hmm. and do you have a job? And so um, I come back, like, I check in at lunchtime kind of thing. And the doc has, like, two, now almost three pages of notes. We've, <laughs> I, I, came, I had checked in a smidgen before and set up, like, we have two GitHub repos. We have mm -hmm. a Trello board. Like, there's, like, 20 people signed up to help. Like, it was just this amazing example or just, an example of how amazing the community is and how everyone is so helpful and wants to be involved and just wants to help help us grow and we have lots of great ideas for the website one of which one of which will include all the session recordings although they should be up before the web the new website goes up we will have recordings of all the sessions which is awesome mm -hmm. and so you know so like, we want to put, like, the WordPress show, you know, have a WordPress showcase on the site. We want to have a gallery of sorts, you know, showing off. Let, let the community submit and kind of manage um, examples of how they use WordPress at their institution. Um, there'll be obvious things, like, you know, about us and the conference leading up to next year kind of thing and uh, the podcast and all of our other digital materials. Uh, we are working on some other kind of working behind the scenes on some plans for some more digital content. I'd really love it if we had like webinars like throughout the year. So if anybody wants to get involved with that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, speak uh, up in the digital media channel. Yeah, seriously. Stuff. I mean, we have this great technology, you know, of like Google Hangouts and and other stuff that we can have. We can have conference presentations like all year round. And so I'd really love to put that to good use. And we've 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 talked with a couple people, and so we just hopefully we can get that off the ground soon. Um, and so, other like I'm trying to pull up the document real quick because it's pretty awesome. Here it is. Uh, other ideas for the website. So, guess we want to get some written content going. Some mm -hmm. like 
written uh, white paper type things and tutorials and stuff like that. We definitely are going to have a resources section so that we can kind of share some, like a vetted plugins list and things like that. We've had some someone in the group working on that. Inform some kind of general WordPress and higher ed information, like maybe about accessibility since that's so important, and some maybe some themes. I really love for us to have like a subject matter expert directory for all our members. Um, so that you can, you know, to help you find someone about a certain topic you want to talk to. And it would also be really great for a podcast when we want to talk about <laughs> a topic. It can be like, hey, Susie, you know, Susie is a subject matter expert in that. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on, my computer. There we go, sorry. My computer <laughs> locked down. I was like, oh, no, Brian. <laughs> so, you know, photos. Well, we have a calendar now, so move that over. You know, how to get involved. Probably have a members section. And then uh, we also kind of on a website note, we have leftover swag from the conference that I would love to make available to uh, some other members who couldn't be there who maybe, you know, want to uh, purchase them. Like not to make a profit, but just kind of make back the money. And we have we had some really awesome t-shirts and we had some really awesome swag bags with our Wapu, with our adorable Wapu that Elaine made. And we have um, uh, and some really cool glass mugs. So look for that soon. That will probably go up on the current site. Um, so we'll be sure to ping everybody when that goes out and see. Uh, well, maybe let me <laughs> – figuring out the logistics of that will be interesting because it will basically be me going to the postal <laughs> office every day. <laughs> Building this stuff out, so it may be slow going, but um, I'd love to, you know, I don't want this stuff to sit in boxes in my apartment, and I want people to be able to enjoy it, so. Right. Um, but I, I, I say all that because maybe the new site will have, like, a store where we can sell, like, WP Campus stickers and things like that, so everybody can kind of join in on the fun and help us promote the community. So, talking about the website, that's, <laughs> that's pretty ambitious for any organization. Right, just building that website. And on top of that, there's all the conference planning and all the behind-the-scenes stuff that you've been doing. And it's all taking place, like, across multiple countries on Slack, across, you know, half a dozen time zones or more. Maybe this is a dangerous question to ask because I don't want this to turn into a commercial for Slack. But... Uh, <laughs> but do you think you could have done any of this without Slack? Like, how, how has Slack made made your life easier? <laughs> so, it's been a really amazing project. Like, the whole the community in itself. And because we're so, we're all remote. Mm -hmm. And it's been this, I feel like, I need to work on my writing skills and, like, should write up some kind of case study about it because it's been fascinating uh, to see have all these people pulled together from all over the all over the world. We, we have folks in the UK, and we have obviously a lot of folks in the States, and we have a fair amount in Canada and from other places as well. We have, I believe we have some folks in, like, Australia, New Zealand area that are involved, and... And so it's been really fascinating to see all these folks come together. And I kind of wonder sometimes if it's just this magic combination of the higher ed community 
mixed in with WordPress that really makes makes it work so amazing. Um, because you know, so like I, I wonder if something like this would work with any any other kind of like what other kind of environments or um, communities would this kind of project work in? Mm -hmm. But uh, all of our so we you know all of everything is done in Slack, and all of our the entire conference was planned in Slack. We would meet um, every when we started. We would meet every other week, and then we reached a certain point where we met every week. And we would we would go for uh, we would do it for an hour, and it would generally be at the same time every week. And sorry, and um, it was we would have a we would have like a Google Doc, where we would keep all the notes in the agenda. I'm sorry, I got distracted by something. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> I'm back in. Okay, so. Uh, but having everyone come together, you know, we would have to be like, you know, it's going to be 2 p.m. Central Standard Time because we would have folks in every time zone and we're going to go for an hour and we would go down and we would, oh, you know, it was really cool because like taking advantage of like the Slack kind of technology mm -hmm. of like emojis and right. so when we would start every meeting, we would, you know, who's here and you would respond with a thumbs up emoji if you were here and if we had to vote on something, we would use emojis to vote, and and it was always funny to like sit there and you know Slack's like so and so's typing. Well, it was always in our meetings, several people are typing. Right. <laughs> there and watch, you know, everyone type. So keeping like leading these meetings where you're not all in a room together or or on the phone or whatever, you know, it was. It, it, I wouldn't go so far to say it was a challenge. It was just different. But it was obviously like it was fine, you know. Like it obviously worked. It all worked out. It all worked out. I think next time we didn't take advantage of any kind of task management, which worked out fine. Um, and so I think maybe next time, like I think we set up a Trello board, but we didn't use it. And so I feel like next time we'll try to take more advantage of something like that. Um, but I would basically pop in the channel whenever I needed something. And be like, hey guys, you know, hey at channel, I need this, 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 and all someone would always jump on board and take care of it. And so then, you know, we had certain people that were responsible for, you know, like we had a speaker coordinator, Sarah Clark, who was amazing, and we had David Bissett, who was our sponsor coordinator, who was also amazing. And so you had these people that would take care of specific things. Um, but if you know, like we had to coordinate hotels, and so someone stepped up and helped me, you know communicate with the hotels and then mm -hmm. you know, we had catering so we had someone who was responsible for you know just making sure that we stayed on top of catering and things like and that. We were never wanting for help because everyone just everyone you know wanted to be involved and was so supportive and just you know wanted to do whatever they could to make this happen. Right and that was something that really impressed me too. Uh, just seeing first all the activity on Slack and then when I got to Sarasota all the activity on the ground. But oh. I think, like David said in the closing remarks at the very end, you know, a lot of this came down to you, came down on your shoulders. And I think it's worth asking, in the middle of all this, you left higher education and you moved to California and your life was totally uh, upended. Did you ever think about, like, I don't know, maybe passing this off to somebody else and you're relaxing a little bit? 
<laughs> so last, I moved, so yeah, I guess sometime in March this year, I was offered a job for the Walt Disney Company, and which if anyone who knows me at all knows I'm a big Disney fanatic, um, it was just an opportunity I couldn't turn down. And I also, I moved, I picked up my life and I moved across the country to California. And it was a little crazy. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> there were, right, you know, just a couple of months before this big event that, you know, I was in charge of and had been working towards, you know, for, you know, nine months. Uh, it was a little crazy. And there was definitely some moments, there were actually several moments of, of stressing out and being tired and, you know, there, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't. If I said there were there weren't a few moments where I was like, "Oh my God, what am I doing?" And uh, but I feel like everyone has those moments. But there was never a moment where I didn't want to be a part of it. And mm -hmm. I there was never a moment where I didn't want this to happen. And I told people when I announced my job and that I was leaving higher ed. And you know, obviously everyone's like, "Well, what about WP Campus?" I mean, that's I. That's a kind of a duh question that I was bound to get, and I said, as far as I'm concerned, you know, my my answer was always, as far as I'm concerned, nothing's going to change. That I still believe in what we're doing, and that I still want to give back to this community that I love and that I was a part of for so long. And who's to say I won't be an, be a part of again one day? And <clears throat> excuse me. And so I very passionate about this project and this community that, you know, it's just, it's, from what I've said from the beginning about WP Campus is that it's more than just a conference, that it's, it's, a conference is just part of it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just for, for our community, it's an outlet, it's, you know, it's a, it's a reason to get together and it's a reason to help teach each other and meet each other and learn from each other. But it's not going to be the only time we meet each other and learn from each other and hang out with each other. Like, it's just part of it. It's part of the whole thing. And so at the core of it, it's a community and it's an organization, you know, with a mission to help advance web technologies and web communications inside higher education. And we that's just kind of been the core of our group. And I'll, I'm, I'm not even afraid to say this, that... You know, if, if WordPress fell off the planet in two years, which would be crazy, it's not going to happen, but <laughs> if WordPress fell off the planet in two years, that we would still go on. We may change our name, but we, as, you know, WordPress is, is a tool, and we're, we're here for, you know, we're here for a bigger purpose than that, and we just all happen to love WordPress, and so that's kind of our unifying characteristic right now but you know we I think that we all really care about what we're in we're not in higher education for the money I think we can all say that <laughs> that's we're true we're in it because we love what we do and we want to make an impact on you know young people's lives and not and and or any person's life anyone who you know wants to be involved in education and I you know we even have plans for we have some ideas you know that will hopefully you know carry out soon that you know it, that are fall outside, you know, technically higher education, and so who our our kind of you know underlying purpose is just kind of to help, is really to kind of help education and and doing so by trying to advance it through web technologies and web communications, and so 
we have a lot of members that aren't in higher ed. We actually uh, we have a lot of K through 12, and we welcome we welcome anyone to come and join. You don't even have to be in higher ed to join Slack. We have a lot of members who just want to be a part of it and want to help and give back. And so they come into the Slack and they join our discussions about you know the different WordPress technologies and web technologies, and that's how they give back. You know, a lot of our speakers at the conference you know weren't higher ed full time, um, but they you know believed in what we were doing. And they wanted to be a part of it and give back and contribute um, their you know, their set of skills, and so uh, that's you know it's just it's just a really great group to be a part of, and mm -hmm. you know so it's it's pretty special. I like it. <laughs> well, I like it too. Uh, <laughs> last question, and then I'll let you go. Where do you see WP Campus in five years? Ooh, good question. I really one of our ideas for the conference that we didn't get to carry out was we wanted to put up like a big piece of paper and we wanted everyone to write their answer to this exact question and so that way we could pull it out in five years and you know see what happens but we got to the venue and there wasn't really anywhere we could put these pieces of paper at <laughs> so it didn't happen but uh, I so where do I see it I I have some my own ideas for things that I want to happen, and I don't not really at a place where I want to make it super public. Uh, but hopefully, you'll hopefully it'll only be within a very short time where you'll start to you'll start to see my idea uh, the ball start to roll a little bit. But I really see you know I see our group obviously like giving back to WordPress and giving back to higher ed, and I. We have lots of ideas for how we want to do that, of, of content we want to create. And, um, you know, there was, you know, some interesting, something interesting happened the other day where uh, WP Tavern wrote, um, thank you, Jeff, wrote about um, our survey results. And, and, and Jeff, in looking through the results, you know, found an interesting trend about things about WordPress that kind of hinder its growth in higher ed. And for all of us in higher ed, it was not a surprise, but things like security and scalability. Uh, there's definitely a stigma about WordPress and, and higher ed institutions about security and scalability. And, you know, why that is, that can be a whole other conversation. Maybe it should be a whole other conversation that we can have on the podcast. That's but, right. But, but it's, it sparked conversations in the group about, hey, guys, you know, what if we try to help with this? You know, what can we do as a community to, you know, help with the stigma and help help our our you know our fellow web web friends? You know, when they come come up to a wall with say administrators or decision makers that are hesitant about WordPress, you know, what what can we do to help them? What con you know what what can we provide that could be maybe some evidence they use or an argue, a good argument or something like that and so I feel like we can be a great resource for things like that but I also I see kind of a little bit bigger picture too that we we have this really great community um, you know what can we do for just general education and so who knows in five years you know, what it will be for us hopefully we'll continue with the conference we uh, we've already we're kind of you know slowly you know starting to kind of align with other communities. Uh, we do have a strategic partnership with the Hyde Web Association. It's, uh, it, we haven't officially announced it yet, 
there's been a few kind of smaller announcements, and so hopefully that will come soon. But they're a great organization that's uh, focused on generally, like, they're obviously not focused on a specific tool like we are. Um, they are they're an association for higher education web professionals, and they're, that's kind of their difference. But we do have a lot of overlapping members. They're a great organization that's been around for a while. They have a great conference every year. It's going to be in Memphis this year in October, I believe. Definitely go check them out. I think the early bird prices run out soon. And so, you know, who knows what kind of other partnerships that we might um, uh, align with and to kind of, you know, meet some other needs that we see in our community and in higher education web, you know, with new technologies that come out, things like that, you know, who knows. But I feel really great about our group. I, like we've said now 400 times, it's this, and I'll say it 400 more times, we have this amazing community that's really full of so many different skill sets and so many different um, minds and brains and, um, and areas. And I, I feel like there's not really a whole lot that we couldn't come together and achieve. And so... You know, this month it was a conference, and next month it'll, you know, be some really great content for our, our website, and then, and then we'll obviously be working on the conference for next year. But then, who knows? Um, I do, like I said, I do have some ideas, so we'll see. Uh, but if you have some ideas, uh, reach out to me. Find me on Slack. We we are working on like a membership survey. Uh, we haven't really kind of gotten some general feedback from the community about just kind of the organization since pretty much we signed up. And so I'm, I really want to hear from everyone. And I want to hear, you know, like, you know, what do we like and, you know, what do we, what do we maybe could, you know, work on? What are some resources that we could provide? Um, you know, like, do you like Slack? Is there <laughs> something else that maybe we should consider? Um, or, you know, are there other communication channels we should be taking advantage of? Um, things like that, and so we'll be I'll, we'll be pushing that out probably. I wanted to give everybody a break from the conference survey, which is out right now, um, and we'll leave it open for a little while. I know this recording won't go up for probably about a week or so, so we'll leave it up for the conference survey up for a little while. Please give us feedback. You know, this was just the beginning. 2006 was just the beginning, and we want to make next year even better. So. Please you know, let us know. Um, you know, let let us know whatever's on your mind. You know, hopefully be constructive about it. But uh, we want we you know we want your feedback and and so you know help us you know make it happen. So then after the conference survey, we'll put out the membership survey and you know hopefully get some really good feedback and may, about maybe some projects we could all work on and things like that. That you know let's. Well, we have all these great people, you know, let's, we can really do some cool things, you know, with this group. Uh, also on that note, uh, if you weren't around for the planning process for 2016, um, we actually put out a hosting application. We didn't just kind of lazy-daical pick Southern Florida, Sarasota, Manatee. Uh, we put out an application, and the universities applied to um, host our event. And so last year we had six universities, I believe. And so hopefully um, after this year's event, we'll probably have a few more than that. Uh, and so, you know, we want this event to move around. We don't want it to, it's not going to always be in Florida. That doesn't mean it won't be back in Florida one day, but we want it to move around. 
and so we encourage everyone to start you know if you want if you're even remotely considering applying maybe start talking to some administrators on your campus you know some of the big decision makers because you know you need to get permission obviously and things like that and so start working on that and we'll have the hosting application out sometime within the next month so by the time this comes out sometime within the next two to three weeks and I don't have a specific date in mind but as long as you're in Slack or on the mailing list which you can join at the conference website 2016.wpcampus.org you can join the mailing list there and we'll send out an email when the application is live and like last year we'll probably leave it up for about a month month and a half at the most that will give you plenty of time to do some research and fill it out and so that way um, we can hold on my computer locked up again <laughs> that way we have plenty of time for next year to start planning um, we the more time we can have the better uh, we can start you know picking out venues and social events things like that we want to make sure you know we want to do it enough time to make sure we can get hotel blocks and stuff like that and so the sooner the better so be on the lookout for that you know we'll want to know things like you know what kind of venues you have that we can use what kind of technology do you have? We want to make sure there's good Wi-Fi for everyone. South Florida had amazing Wi-Fi. Like, there was never one Wi-Fi problem. It was insane. Like, I've gone to tech conferences, and there's always at least, like, one Wi-Fi problem where, oh, I got kicked off the wall. There's always that one room that's the dead room. <laughs> yes. But, man, South Florida had some really great Wi-Fi. We were really, um, we were really lucky with that. They, they were a wonderful venue. Uh, so... You have Wi-Fi. Um, do you have live streaming capabilities? We were thankfully able to live stream this year's event, and we would love to keep that going. And so uh, stuff like that. So any any kind of information that could be helpful. You know, what kind of social events can we take folks to? This year was awesome. We did karaoke, and it was amazing. <laughs> if you missed out on karaoke, man, you missed out. It was it was intense. And so you know, do you have any cool venues in your area? Like, do you have any cool museums we could go to, or something like that? You know, I'm I'm open to all kinds of like social options. And so, so yeah, be thinking about that, and we'll have the application out soon. And uh, so yeah, lots. So I just said a lot again, but <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots on the horizon, I think, for our group. I think all that sounds really good. Uh, you can follow Rachel on Twitter at Bama Designer and find her in Slack if you have ideas or if you want to talk about anything she just talked about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to say one more thing. Sure. So I would love for, you know, our community to kind of to kind of get involved with other events. And so something that's interesting to me that I've noticed a trend in recently is that a lot of WordCamps are hosted at universities now. And so I feel like there's like an opening there, <laughs> like there's, and so maybe we can't, like maybe there's not enough to have like higher ed tracks at WordCamps, but you know, what if WP Campus came in and like hosted a hackathon or something where we just, you don't have to be in WP Campus, but you can just be an attendee and maybe you come a day early or something and we, we talk to the university that's hosting to try to give back to them a little bit and so maybe talk to them and they need some kind of functionality they don't have they need some plugin that they don't have or they need some kind of system that they don't have that you know maybe we all come together the day before and we build it for them and 
and stuff, stuff like that. So if you're involved in a WordCamp or you're about to be involved in a WordCamp, you're going to be an organizer, and that sounds like really appealing to you, uh, reach out to me. Uh, find me on Twitter or some other outlet. Ping me wherever you can find me and talk to me about it. I would love for our group to you know, start coordinating that kind of stuff and try to give back to uh, not only the community in the sense that we're built, you know, we would be building, say, a plugin that we would make available to anybody else, but it would also be an opportunity to give back to these universities that are donating their space a lot of the times. I don't, I'm not confident that all of them donate the space, but a lot of them donate these venue space for us to have these amazing work camps, and that would be a chance for us to give back to the university um, in exchange for you know their donation. So yeah, be thinking about that. That sounds like a really great idea. So I think we're going to wrap up. Uh, you can follow at wpcampus.org on Twitter for news and updates about the WP Campus community, this podcast, and everything else. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a future topic of this podcast, tweet it at wpcampus.org, and we will see it. And if you are in the WP Campus Slack community, join the digital media channel to uh, help get involved in making this podcast happen and suggest topics and all that. Uh, Rachel, last thing you want to plug? Oh, did I say anything that I missed? Did I, or did, I, did I say anything earlier that I missed? No, no, I think that's it. Uh, right. <laughs> hope you can join us in Slack and and uh, yeah, that's about it. But thank you, Brian. No, oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome.